Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be breaking down the first 10 games in the NBA for the Eastern and the Western Conference. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so this is going to be my NBA First 10 report. Um, I'll just do them for the first 10 10 games. Uh, First, I'll do the East, and then from there, I'll do the next 10 and so on and so forth. I'll do it that way just to give you a recap of what's going on in the NBA. So let's get started. Um... Again, I'll be covering the Eastern Conference. The next episode will be the West. So, first 10 games in the East. Well, it's, for the most part, it's 10 games. Some teams may have less. Some teams may have more. So, anyhow, let's get into it. Starting in the Atlantic Division, uh, the Boston Celtics right now at 4-6. and six. Looks... You know, looks like, uh, you know, they're up one minute down the other. Uh, Jalen Brown's been in and out of the lineup with the hamstring. Um, now they're saying that he's out for at least uh, a week or two with that hamstring that's been bothering them pretty much since preseason. So uh, he's going to give it a rest. So, he was playing great, though. He was playing great, and he had the great opener against the Knicks, by the way. But, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, they're going to just wait it out and see. Hopefully, it's nothing major. So, maybe some rests will uh, be helpful for that. So, And then also within those 10 games, we had Marcus Smart calling out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, telling them to pass more. So, they ended up having a players-only meeting and um, to resolve some of the differences there. And then the other thing coming out of this is Al Horford and how well he's playing. I mean, he looks like a younger version of himself there. He's really been a help to the uh, young big man, Robert Williams III. So, um, so Al Horford seeing the kind of resurgence over there. But again, they are... Four and six, and not having Jalen Brown for this period won't help matters, especially in the competitive Eastern Conference. So let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets right now stand at seven and three. Um, of course, they're without Kyrie, who's still out, refusing to be vaccinated. So, um, and that. Word was they were waiting for this mayoral uh, uh, race to be won. And uh, the newly mayor-elect Eric Adams have made, he's made it clear that he's not changing uh, the uh, Blasio's mandate. So with that said, looks like, uh, Kyrie will remain sidelined. So, um, it seems to be no urgency on his part. So he's staying staunch in his position. So, um, I guess we won't see him anytime soon. Um, the other worry for the Nets is the, uh, James Harden and his free throw woes right now with 10 games played. He's been to the line 48 times. He's usually about well over that. So with the new rules in place, he's kind of finding his, trying to find his way with that. So, uh, and some people attribute that to his lackluster play. And then also his shooting is way off. He's only shooting 40% from the field. Um, he's averaging, um, Nearly 19 points a game. Um, so, yeah. So, he's he's struggling big time. Last year, he finished the year uh, 
24.6 points per game. So he's way down in that department. I understand. I get it. He's probably trying to get everybody else involved, but he's got to find his offense um, in order for Brooklyn to have any success. So um, KD is being KD. So um, you also have um, LaMarcus Allridge, who's playing well. Blake Griffin, not so much. Joe Harris, he's on and off. Um, so yeah, yeah. So they're still managing to win, you know, um, pretty much on the back of, uh, KD. So we'll, we'll see how the next 10 go for them in terms of the New York Knicks right now. There's their biggest issue to me, um, is, uh, opponent three point shooting. They're dead last in that. And, you know, as a fan, um, I've been watching the games, and they are getting killed with three-pointers. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. Such a good defense from last year is, you know, um, dead last in opponents' free um, three-point shooting. So they got to tighten that up. Tibbs got to tighten that up. I understand they sacrifice offense. Getting guys like Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier, but they're going to have to shore up that defense, man. Um, R.J. Barrett playing very well so far. So far, so good. He's actually a two-way player now. He's uh, playing great defense, and he's uh, getting his points as well. So um, Julius Randle is being Julius Randle, so... I would like for him to kick it out more, um, which to some degree he has been, and Fournier hasn't been knocking them down with consistency yet. So that might be the trepidation from Julius Randle. But you got other three-point shooters. Uh, D. Rose is killing it from three. Um, and my issue, too, is with um, with Quickly. Emmanuel quickly. He's he's in a shooting slump right now. He's only shooting about thirty one percent from the field, twenty five percent from three. That's that that's not the guy we saw last year. So I understand he's trying to be more of a point guard per se, but he's got to go get his offense. He he just has to. So. Um, and Obi's playing much better than last year, thankfully. Um, the center position is always an issue. Right now, you got both Mitch Robb and Nerlens Noel hobbling. So um, we'll 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 see what becomes of that. Uh, in fact, um, Mitch Robb he sat out tonight. So um, and then um, from what I heard. Nerlens Noel got banged up in this, so um, thankfully they're kind of deep. Uh, you still have a Taj Gibson, you still have the the young kid Jericho Sims, and in some spells you can slide uh, Julius over to the to the uh, five. But yeah, there's this this is going to be a major concern going throughout this year. So hopefully uh, either one of those guys can um, get their health back and help this ball club. So, but they're six and four, you know, um, much, much better. It could be, could have been better. A few losses uh, on the books that uh, probably shouldn't be, especially last night's Cleveland loss. You definitely can't lose those games, and even with uh, Colin Sexton going down, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And the Orlando, was it the Orlando game? No, it was the Toronto. No, it was the Orlando game. That that's another one they should have won. But anyhow, um, so they're six and four right now. He just got to tighten up some things, but uh, they'll be in the mix. 
Next up, uh, the Sixers. Philadelphia 76ers right now at 8-2. and two, Actually atop the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, bad news, though. Embiid just got just tested positive for COVID, so he's going to miss this three-game homestand. And he'll, he'll probably miss half of the uh, the West Coast uh, road trip that they have upcoming. So, um, bad break for them. They already have Tobias Harris out with COVID, who he's supposed to be back this week, at least by this Thursday. So, um, the 11th, November 11th. So, we'll see. And, of course, the elephant in the room. No, still no Ben Simmons. Last I heard, he is talking with the medical staff in terms of the mental, the mental health issues. So, um, so we'll see. Um, doesn't sound like he's making his return back to the court anytime soon. So, you'll see more of guys like uh, uh, Therese Maxey in there at point. Um, Shake Milton, I know, was banged up. I'm not sure if he's back yet, so um, we'll see. Uh, Seth Curry's actually playing very well, playing very well for them. So, um, yeah, but if you don't have Embiid and Harris, it's going to be a tough week this week for them. So uh, I can see them sliding from that top position. And then the last team in Atlantic – the Toronto Raptors, who's actually overachieving. Nick Nurse is doing a great job over there with those guys. Uh, Pascal Siakam, they just got him back from his soldier, sh uh, shoulder injury. He hadn't played yet this season. He played um, just the other night. So you got him back. You got OG Anunobi playing very well. Vac playing like an all-star. So is uh, Fred Van Vliet. He's man in the point position, and he's stroking it from three. So uh, both of those guys are playing like all-stars. And rookie Scotty Barnes is playing great. Uh, I saw him in Summer League. I'm like, yeah, this kid is going to be uh, he's gonna be a problem there in the East. Uh, he's just so well-rounded. So, um yeah, so all in all, Toronto, they're playing above their skis right now. Um, probably need more help from the center position. So uh, that remains to be seen. But uh, so far, so good, considering, you know, a lot of people deem them as rebuilding. So let's move on to the central division. There we have, uh, let's talk about Chicago first. Chicago, six. Six and three, they're off to a fine start so far. Um, Lonzo Ball seems like that was the just the addition they needed. Um, a guy who can take a lot of pressure off Zach Levine and handling the ball. So, um, so he's been a nice fit there. Demar Derozan playing great so far. So is Zach Levine, by the way. So those two guys are carrying them. Uh, bad news for them, Patrick Williams, their young forward, he's he's going to be out four to six weeks with a wrist injury. So um, we hope that the young man uh, gets well soon. And then you have Nikolai Fusevic, who's off to a slow start for him, um, not getting the numbers he usually gets. So um, he's trying to make his way within this roster and get a little rapport with Lonzo Ball as well. So, um, But nonetheless, off to a good start, definitely. Moving on to Cleveland, who's surprisingly 7-4. and four. Surprising start for them. But bad news, I, I mentioned this um, earlier. Uh, Colin Sexton, he has a torn meniscus. So he's out indefinitely, not... Don't have a timetable for him just yet, but uh, don't expect to see him anytime soon. But, um, <clears throat> that, that, well, with him out now, this opens up opportunity for Ricky Rubio, who, to 
all of our surprises become a three-point shooter now. Remember, this is a guy who can um, barely hit from the field. And actually, he's, he is having trouble from the field itself. But from threes, he's shooting nearly 43%. I'm like, where in the world did this come from? So, um, yeah, so now you'll see more of him with Colin down. It'll be interesting to see what they do in that regard. And then the combination of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley have been, it's been great so far. Um, Jared Allen playing very well. The rookie Mobley um, acquainting himself with the league so far pre pretty good. So, uh, yeah, so I, I think that's that's what have them at the position they're at right now. Tough goal losing Sexton. We'll see how they respond to that. So, moving on to Detroit, the Detroit Pistons, right now at one and eight, the uh, right there at the bottom in the East. Uh, K. Cunningham struggling coming out the gate. Uh, he hasn't looked well at all so far. He, mind you, he was banged up um, starting the year, so that definitely has uh, played a role in that. But. Um, and then also they're getting nothing. I mean, nothing from the point guard position. So they definitely need something there. Um, whether it be uh, Killian Hayes, whether it be Corey Josephs, they got to get something from that point guard position. And also guys in sophomore slumps, Hayes I just mentioned, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, these guys um, just – aren't playing well right now so so with that said that's how your ball club uh becomes one and nine so um yeah so don't see that improving anytime soon next up the indiana pacers at four and seven right now their problem is uh malcolm brogdon he's He's the injury woes for him continues. Um, it was the hamstring. Now it's a illness, non-COVID related. So, um, so he's been shuffling, shuffling in and out of the lineup. Um, the surprise is Miles Turner becoming a three-point shooter. Here's another guy here. He's shooting forty-one over forty-one percent from the field from three. So he's so obviously in the off-season Turner had a three-point shot to this game, which, uh, you know, it helps because I believe he's due for a contract uh, extension. So, you know, you add this to your game, you know, uh, they're going to have to pay you the big bucks. And then you have uh, Chris uh, Darte, who's the rookie who's playing well, the mature rookie, who's playing very well for them, um, filling in for Karis LeVert, who's now healthy now and contributing. So, and then Domastas Sabonis, he's he's just uh doing his thing, you know, um, playing well. His assists are down, but uh, he'll he'll get that in time. So, uh, but nonetheless, they're struggling at four and seven. So they got to right the ship over there. Uh, Rick Carlisle needs to figure things out in that regard. And then there's the world champ, the defending champion, Milwaukee Bucks at four and six. Um, seems like they have the championship hangover there, but to their to their defense, uh, Drew Holiday, um, he he started he's starting out slow. Remember he got injured in that first in the season opener. Uh, he just came back uh, recently, and he's off to a slow start after that ankle injury. So, uh, gonna have to give him some time. And then you have Chris Middleton, who, who himself is out with COVID. So uh, he's due back the 14th. So less than a week from now, he should be back in the lineup. So uh, to offer help to Giannis. So. Uh, Apart from that, uh, yeah, so they once they get Holiday back, they can kind of get in the flow there. And also, Brooke Lopez has been banged up as well. Moving on to the Southeast, 
uh, division. And Atlanta. Atlanta's off to a slow start. Four and six. Trey is another guy who's been struggling with the new rules of the league with these fouls. He's only have, um, through 10 games, uh, 58 uh, free throw attempts. So that's down for him as well. So Also, you need more from guys like John Collins, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter. Uh, you need these guys to step up because, remember, they were, you know, lightening up from three, especially in the uh, in the postseason. So you definitely need more from these guys, as well as Danilo Gallinari. So, um, so that's probably why they're struggling. So moving on to Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets at five and six. Uh, right now, Miles Bridges he um he's a guy who hasn't signed his uh rookie max deal so he's kind of betting on himself and the guy's playing great man he's right now he's leading the lead the team in scoring uh playing very good basketball but they need more from their bigs guys like PJ Washington um Mason Plumlee uh Jaden McDaniels they need something from Jalen McDaniels I'm sorry uh, they need something from these guys to contribute to, you know, everything else. Terry Rozier's been banged up, so um, so hopefully they'll get him back soon. I believe he's back, if I'm not mistaken. So he needs to get back in the groove of things. Lamelo's playing great. That he's playing great thus far this year. So um, yeah, so they they're gonna be. Uh, a troublesome team in the East, that's for sure, especially when they're healthy. Uh, Miami Heat. To me, they're by far the best team in the East so far uh, at 7-2. and two. I understand um, Philly was 8-2, and two, but to me, Miami is the class of the East right now, the way they're playing. Jimmy Butler's playing MVP-like basketball right now. Scoring 24.7 points per game, dropping six rebounds, five assists, two steals, and he's shooting fit, nearly 53% from the field, man. He's really doing it there. Uh, Tyler Hero playing hero ball. Um, he's coming off the bench scoring 20, 21 a game, so... Kyle Lowry is just what the team needed, just what the doctor ordered, um, especially his ability to take the pressure off of Butler as far as ball handling and those things. So, yeah, so they're playing well. Bam out of Bayou's playing great. Um, yeah, and they're just getting solid contributions. So they're blowing teams out. They're really the class of the East so far in this early part of the season. Uh, moving on to Orlando. Orlando right now um, at 3-8. and eight. Uh, Their rookie, Jalen Suggs, struggling right now. Um, struggling with his shot. Um, yeah, so he's, he's really in a uh, bit of a rut here. Uh, hopefully he can turn it around. Cole Anthony's been playing great. Dropping 20 points a game, seven rebounds. He's getting five assists. He's shooting at 41.4% from the field, from the three-point range. And he's uh, dropping three threes a game. Uh, he's really playing well. And probably the reason they're kind of afloat. But, uh, and also Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr., the key for him is health. Uh, if he can stay healthy, stay upright, then they kind of got a chance there. Uh, we'll see. But Markel Fultz is another guy they're waiting for. He's been banged up. Um, well, you know, he had the knee injury from last year, so he has yet to make a debut. They don't have a timetable for him yet. So, um, and then you got the uh, young Franz uh Wagner, he's in the lineup. He's 
so far so good. He's you know it's your typical up and downs with rookies. So, but uh, he's he's doing okay all things considered. So, uh, Mo Bamba is he's been man in the center position and doing very well so far. So, uh, so yeah. So Magic in a rebuild mode, just trying to figure out what they got there. And then last one is the Washington Wizards, who's actually surprising everyone at with at seven and three. It seems like Brad, Bradley Beal has gotten the help that he's always wanted. Um, <laughs> Ten games in is uh, West Unsell Jr. Coach of the Year, so it seems like it's so far, but it's way early, guys. So let's not get crazy. Um, but the additions of Dent. Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, and uh, Montrez Harrell—they've been—they all been playing well, and part of the reason for this start. Uh, Kuzma dodged a serious forearm injury uh, a few n nights ago, but he's okay. He's fine, so he was able to kind of dodge a bullet per se. So, um, yeah, so. Washington is off to a surprisingly good start. So, uh, can they maintain it? We'll see. Um, Daniel Gifford, he's been okay. They're looking to get uh, Thomas Bryant back eventually. Um, Davis Bertans, he's been uh, he's gotten an injury lately, so we'll see what happens with him. But uh, yeah, Washington is. Uh, turning heads so far so we'll see if they can maintain that for the next 10 so all right guys i think that's just about the do it for the eastern conference here so when i come back to you i will have the whole layout of the western conference the woes of the lakers the utah jazz doing what the utah jazz usually does the struggling blazers so on and so forth. So uh, just tune into the next episode and you'll uh, hear all about it then. Until then, we'll talk later. Okay, guys. So I gave you the rundown for the first 10 for the East. Now let's head over to the West, shall we? Okay, so we will start with the Northwest Division in the Western Conference. Starting out with Denver, right now they're dealing with Michael Porter Jr., who's off to a horrendous start for him. And then now couple that with a back injury that he has now. So uh, so definitely not good. He, rem, remember that he just signed that extension, that big rookie max extension. So... Um, yeah, so lots hanging on his uh, shoulders in that regard. Nikolai Jokic, uh, for him, he dodged a serious knee injury maybe about five games ago. Uh, but it turned out being a knee contusion. In fact, he hasn't missed the game. So uh, they definitely dodged uh, some big-time trouble there. But for them, the struggles are at the point guard position between Mont Monty Morris Jr., and uh Fasundo Compazzo. So um yeah, so they need to get steady production from those guys. And then now with the injury with um Michael Porter Jr., somebody's gotta step up. Will Barton's been playing great, but Aaron Gordon, you you're gonna have to um, you know, dive into your bag and uh try and give them the Orlando Magic version of uh, Aaron Gordon. Um, he's got the capability. He's got the capability to do it. So it's just a matter of him doing it. So um, right now they're at five and four. So, you know, not terrible. Just somewhere in the middle per se. So, um, but they need these things to happen in order for them to take off. Uh, right now, the diagnosis for Jamal Murray. I don't think we'll see him um this calendar year so probably looking towards january probably a return for him so moving on to the minnesota timberwolves right now at three and five um right now um 
you got a few guys struggling over there uh, with their shot, especially with their shots. Uh, Anthony Edwards, who's scoring well, but he's just taking a lot of bad shots. Also, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, also, uh, Malik Beasley as well. Um, to me, I think the fix for them is they need to put Pat Bev, Pat, Patrick Beverly into the starting lineup. This way you slide D'Angelo Russell to the two and then uh, Anthony Edwards at the three. So I think that's the way to go. And you infuse some toughness into your starting lineup. So um, Pat Bev, I understand he has an in injury history. I get that. But uh, they, they need an infusion right now. And they also need to get more from their their power forward position. Uh, the combination of Jarrett Vander Vanderbilt, Jayton McDaniels, or Torian Prince. They need one of these guys to step up. So, um, but other than that, three and five, you know, uh, maybe a tweak here and then. He can, and then you got Carl Anthony Towns just um, playing marvelous basketball right now. So, We'll see what happens there. Um, moving on to OKC. Uh, right now, they're three and six. We all know they're in rebuild mode. We all know that. We understand that. Uh, right now, Josh Giddy, he's looking like rookie of the year so far. Um, I had said in my, in my uh, season opener there that I think putting him in the starting lineup to put pre – Take pressure off of SGA is just what it, they needed to do, and they did that. And he he's played good so far. He can improve. There's much room for improvement, but I think so far he he's my dark horse to get the uh, rookie of the year right now. So um, I think Scotty Scotty Barnes will be in the mix as well. Uh, a lot of those top guys, I just don't see them. Unless they do something in um, with these next 72 games. So, anyhow, there's a lot of basketball to be played. So, But also for OKC, they need consistent scoring behind Shy Gilchrist, Gilkius <laughs> Alexander. They need somebody to help them out. Whether it be uh, Lou Dort. Whether it be Darius Baisley, somebody needs to uh, support this guy for crying out loud. So, but you know they're in rebuild mode, so they're trying to figure out what they have. So that's fine. Moving on to Portland, Portland struggling at five and five. Um, Dame Lillard off to a slow start. He's shooting horrendously. Um, on the other hand, C.J. McCollum's playing great. He's playing great right now. So, uh, in fact, leading the league, the team in scoring. Uh, Jusuf Nurkic, uh, right now, he's playing great, but um, his blocks are down. He, um, he he usually is blocking at least two shots a game if, or more, um, but his blocks are down. So, not sure what's up with that. He, too, has an injury history, a long injury history, so he definitely needs to shore that up. And also, they need to get more from their power forwards. Um, guys like Robert Covington, Larry Nance Jr., they need to get something from those guys in order to turn this thing around. And they recently got back Norman Powell, who was banged up also, so that helps. So, um you know, it's a lot of basketball to be played. They can certainly turn it around. Chauncey Billups, is, you know, his first year on the job, he's trying to figure out what he has over there, and uh, I'm sure we'll see them improve as the season go on. Uh, Utah Jazz right now sitting at 7-3, and three, um, up among the upper echelon teams as usual. Uh, Donovan... Mitchell's off to a, he's starting hot. He's usually a, a you know, he come out the gate slow, but he's been hot. But the only thing he needs to shoot better. Um, 
shoot nearly 42% from the field, um, almost 30% from three-point range. So he definitely needs to improve on that. And also, they must continue to handle uh, Mike Conley with uh, kid gloves. They really need to manage his uh, playing time, especially if they want to try and make a run in the postseason. So he got like guys like uh, Joe Ingles who can step in. He got guys like Jordan Clarkson. So um, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure uh, Quinn Snyder will figure it out over there. So, um, yeah, but nonetheless, they're amongst the top teams. Uh, speaking of that, going to the Pacific Division, starting with Golden State, who's off to the best start in the league at 8-1. and one. Uh, Right now is the class of the West and probably the league right now. And then remember, they're doing this without Klay Thompson, and without the young big man, James Wiseman. So um, so imagine what they do with those guys get healthy. Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. So we shouldn't be surprised or stunned by that. Jordan Poole is playing great right now. He's playing great. He's supporting his um, backcourt mates. Uh, Steph playing very well. The bench is giving them solid play. Um, again... I say this when Clay Thompson is back and healthy, I believe he should come off the bench. Leave Jordan Poole where he is. He's getting confidence. He's um, you know, he's uh all confident in his play right now. So I think the move is to this way you bring Clay along slowly as well. So but I think bringing Clay off the bench is the right thing to do when he gets healthy. So, um, so again, they're the class of the West right now and playing well. And Draymond, you know, Draymond's being Draymond. So, and Andrew Wiggins playing. Okay. He's solid. He's playing solid basketball right now. So, um, yeah, so they're doing great. Moving on to the LA Clippers right now at five and four. Uh, right now, Paul George is putting together an MVP-like campaign. 27 points a game, eight rebounds, five assists, 2.7 steals per game. I mean, he is carrying that team on his back. Right now, Reggie Jackson, he's stepping up, so... At least that's good. They need some other guys to step up. They're starting to get healthy now. They're starting to get guys like uh, Marcus Morris Jr. They're start, starting to get Serge Ibaka. So that will definitely help them. Um, but things are tough in the West as well. So uh, they need all hands on deck. But they're 5-4, and four, so they're, they're treading water a bit. So moving on to the L.A. Lakers. Um at five and five, let's let's be clear. Um, they even admitted it themselves. They're gonna come out the gate slow, so this is to be expected. But the big concern is LeBron and his ab abdomen strain right now. Um, they're saying a week, but his trainer's saying longer. He's gonna be out longer. So um, yeah, so that's definitely. Of concern, that's for sure. Uh, thankfully, Melo's off to a hot start, so he's kind of, you know, filled in the gap as far as scoring goes. Not to the level of a LeBron, obviously, but um, but he's been playing very well for them. Um, the the key that for them, uh, Anthony Davis, as long as he's healthy and upright, they got a chance. Uh, but right now, though, whilst Russell Westbrook is, um, is the you know the phrase that they use now. Now, trying too hard, bro. <laughs> He's trying too hard, man. Just the other night against Portland, he shot one for thirteen from the field. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, He's just had an uneven start to the season. So, um, I believe he had a game where he had a quadruple double, where he had the triple double, but he had 10 assists on top of that. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, he's definitely t trying way too hard over there. He needs to relax and let the game come to him. I understand. I get it. He's a guy who attacks the rim, who, you know, plays like it's his, uh, <laughs> his last few minutes of ever playing in the NBA, but he's got to relax, man. He's just got to relax because right now he's – He's up and down. He's up and down right now. So, uh, again, they're at five and five. Um, kind of expected that because, again, they they said it themselves. They're going to start out slow. So, um, you know, so plenty of time to turn things around, but they need LeBron healthy. They definitely need that. So, moving on to the Phoenix Suns right now at five and three. And they're winning this, despite the cloud that's over the franchise. The owner, Robert Sauver, um, right now, uh, you know, the, the report came out about it being a toxic work environment. A lot of racism, a lot of misogyny. So uh, the league is doing their due diligence. They're investigating it to see, um, you know, see how many trees they can shake to uh, figure out what's going on over there. So. Um, but nonetheless, team is playing well despite that. CB3 is still going strong. In fact, uh, just recently uh, made it to third on the all-time assist list. Um, yeah, so he, he's playing well. They still have to manage him still as far as his load management goes, so we'll see. Um, right now, they're dealing with DeAndre Ayton and his lower left leg injury so um we'll see what happens there um but you know again they're off to a fine start Devin Booker's doing his thing uh he's doing Devin Booker type things Mikhail Bridges he's improved as well so um definitely uh Monty Williams got them playing a uh, winning ball right now still even with all that swirling around them. So kudos to him. Moving on to the Sacramento Kings, who right now is at five and five. Um, surprisingly so. Uh, right now, um, Harrison Barnes is playing great. Right now, averaging 22 a game for them. Um, 22 points per game for them. And Rashad Holmes is playing very well. Um, he just had a, uh, a 2020 game, uh, 23 points, 20 rebounds right now. He's scoring 15 points per game, 11 rebounds. He's shooting, shooting a whopping 68% from the field. So he's playing great right now. De'Aaron De Fox, it seems like he has scaled his game back some, allowing others to, get there so very wise decision on his part um you know your point guard i understand you know he can't carry it at all so uh so he's doing a great job of distributing to others um they would probably be off to a much greater start if it weren't for uh marvin bagley the third once again um being hurt um Kind of complaining right now, so uh, he could be on his way out via trade. We'll see what happens with that situation. But right now, Sacramento Kings at five and five. And then the last division I'll cover is the Southwest. Uh, we'll start with Dallas at six and three. Um, right now, they're dealing with uh, Christophe Porzingis, of course, and his the injury bug that continues to plague him. He missed uh, five games with a back injury. He just came back from that. So uh, we'll see how um, things go with him. Of course, they're going to manage him, his minutes and so forth. Right now, Luka Doncic right now playing MVP basketball. Um, he's just, uh, you know, carrying this team. And they're getting surprising production from Jalen Brunson right now. Um He's playing terrific basketball, so uh, need to get more from uh, some of the guys they acquired, like Reggie Bullock, 
who um, right now he's coming off the bench for them right now, but uh, they need more from him. Uh, the thing with Tim Hardaway Jr., he seems like he plays his best basketball when Porzingis isn't there. And maybe it's just me, but... Um, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's just the way he is. He's going to shoot threes. He's going to um, take a high um, high volume of those. Um, yeah, so. But uh, yet, yet again, they are at 6-3. and three. Jason Kidd um, doing his thing over there. So, moving on to the Houston Rockets, who are at, at the bottom, tied at the bottom, actually, at 1-9. Uh, their rookie, Jalen Green, not living up to the hype so far. Uh, only uh, 13.6 points per game right now. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., another guy who's underperforming over there. Um, I, I I thought he looked better than what he looked so far, but that hasn't happened. Right now, the only consistent guy over there is Christian Wood. That's it. So they definitely need... The backcourt to step it up. Um, Jay Sean Tay, he's been hot and cold, but um, he 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 can be a factor in that lineup. And look out for Alperin Sagoon, um, the, the young Turkish center. I think um, you know once this this season really uh, goes off the skids, I think you're going to see a lot more of him. He's a guy I'm watching definitely in um, fantasy basketball. Uh, once uh, Daniel Theus is gone, I am jumping all over this kid. So um, yeah, so we'll 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 uh, see what happens there. But you know they're in rebuild mode. They're trying to figure out who they are and so forth. So moving on to the Memphis Grizzlies at five and four. Right now, John Moran is just playing stellar point guard basketball, man. Uh, he's playing great. You're, you're going to need more out of uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's healthy now. He's hasn't missed a game thus far yet, So, but they need more from him. Uh, Desmond Bain has been surprisingly good so far this year. Uh, he's in the starting lineup and playing very well. Um, while Dylan, Dylan Brooks is out um, with the hand injury. In fact, he'll be reevaluated this week, so we'll see what happens with uh, Dylan Brooks. So, um, Other than that, Steven Adams has been a fine fit over there, playing next to Jared. So, <clears throat> Jaren, so um, yeah, so... Right now at five and four, I think they will be a problem in in the West, just on the strength of Morant. Man, he is this kid is phenomenal. Um, moving on to the New Orleans Pelicans, right now they're at one and nine. Um, they're still waiting for Zion uh, Zion Williamson uh, with the foot injury. He's still weeks away, so we'll see what happens there. Brandon Ingram, he had a hip injury, missed his last four games. Uh, he was supposed to play tonight. Uh, well, he was questionable tonight, let's say that. Right now, unimpressive start for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I thought um, has a had a really good chance at maybe a most improved player. Um, but that hasn't materialized thus far for him. And then Jonas Valashunas playing great. Um, 19 points per game, 14 rebounds. I mean, he is playing phenomenal basketball. And Devontae Graham, who uh, they brought over. Uh, 16.5 points per game for him. Uh, about eight, eight assists and a steal and a half. He's, he, he's been solid since he's come over. So, um but again, at one and nine, they need their their uh, big guys back. They need Zion. They need Brandon Ingram in there. So, moving on to the last team, I'll talk about the San Antonio Spurs. Right now, Javon, uh, De, Dejounte Murray, he's playing great right now. 
Um, dropping 17.6 points per game. He's getting eight rebounds, uh, eight assists, a steal, uh, 1.2 steals per game. He is playing great basketball right now. He needs help, though. Uh, Keldon Johnson has improved. He's scoring over 16 points per game, so that helps. They need more from um, Derek White, who I thought could flourish um, in that backcourt, and also Doug McDermott, who they brought over. They need him to start scoring. He's he's kind of a slow starter, too, so he's probably getting himself acclimated. So, Anyhow, so right now that is the Western Conference, the first 10 games for them. So um, next time you hear from me, um, I know I was supposed to do that. Um, guys left off of the top 75 lists. Uh, I still want to work on that and present that to you guys. So uh, that will be probably the next thing I work on. All right. So until then, we will talk soon. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at that's sportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.